Oh, a, a rough night. Welcome <laughs> to the PHNX Suns Dive Bar. I'm your host, <sighs> Greg Esposito, joined by the smooth shooter, Saul Bookman. <laughs> we are brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app. Remember to hit that like button, that smash that, that subscribe button, and leave that five-star review if you're listening on the podcast. <clears throat> the Phoenix Suns fall in heartbreaking fashion. Is, is that a fair way to put it? 114-113 ah. to the Memphis Grizzlies. They have a massive comeback, an 18-point comeback, thwarted by poor defense in the final five seconds after Devin Booker hits a giant uh, three with five seconds to go to take a one-point. I mean, you know, on, on second look, I mean, John Morant, I mean, he, he, he Eddie was right to call him out on some of the things that he was getting away with, but the dude is still a baller, and he made some freaking ridiculous shots tonight, including the game winner, unfortunately. Um, you know, that last play, I was sitting there screaming right off the bat, like, <laughs> Mikhail, um, this is where you miss DA because you can see the tendency was to lead them to DA and DA would be there to try and force a block shot or, or a more difficult shot. That's what Mikhail did. He kind of he kind of sat back a little bit as they as as Ja drove to the lane and then realized, oh, oh shit, it sticks back there. <laughs> That's not gonna be good enough. And uh, man, they paid the price, but I, it was a fun game. Yeah. Honestly, like well, the first half, the, the we fourth want, quarter, the, the was first, fun. the first three quarters, we all <laughs> wanted to fall asleep and just say, Let, "Let's just end this because this is miserable." But, but I don't know which camera. Am I looking at this one? Okay, <laughs> but uh, man, that fourth quarter was something else. And Devin Booker, man, woo, man, uh, just I just want to be like, yeah. <laughs> it's always the big ball dance when it's Devin Booker. Yeah. I mean. I, the, he always comes through. He was the only guy through three quarters that was that was really helping carry this team. Cam, yeah. uh, you know, the Cams turned it on a bit there as well in Cam. the third and early early fourth. But I, that final play defensively, you're 100 percent right in forcing him the way he did and and not having Da there. Uh, your phone sorry. is apparently excited yeah, sorry. about that. Sorry. Uh, I just I look. I looked at it early in that play. Brian sticks upgraded to Fashion Square Mall. Devin Arizona Mills. Uh, sham it. I'm not saying how he typed it. Fiesta Mall. Uh, the beginning of that that final play, though, the the final possession for Memphis. Mikhail kind of got caught in that no man's land on the on the screen as well. You know, you know. So what they say is is if if the if, if the if they try to set a screen on you. And it's a solid screen. That's when you switch. But nowhere in that situation was there a solid screen. Mikhail just slowed down and gave Jaw the step on him. And then once he got the step, it was like like the lane was right here. Once he got the step, he kind of backed off a little bit because he's trying to lead him to yeah. the basket where Da is, and yeah, that's where everything he, all fucked up. He and Chris Paul kind of got. It just wasn't. It wasn't the cleanest defensive rotation. We've seen this season, and uh, you know, in, in a perfect tough. world, in a perfect world, Mikel even he had time to catch up and cut off Jaw um, and stop his momentum from going to the hoop, which he sh- should have done. Which you were screaming about, yes, here in studio that he should yeah. have been able to do that. Yeah. Unfortunately, he does not. John Morant hits that uh, that layup, and then Mikael Bridges can't hit a tough shot with 0.5 seconds. 
to go overall. I mean, not an excuse, but the Suns were dealing with COVID protocol. Yeah, so were the Memphis issues, Grizzlies. I don't you know, even want to hear about no, that. That's I know, for sure. but that in part, Suns were missing Jay Crowder, Devin, or DeAndre Ayton. So that does take a toll on your defense because those are two of your better defensive players. But you're right. Everybody's dealing with this right now. There's no excuses. And the Suns, even after trailing by 18 and looking very lethargic in the first three quarters, almost find a way to get it. A lot of people in the chat saying, Jaw traveled on that final play. It's the NBA. They're not calling a travel in that situation, and they're sure as shit not going to do it when they haven't called it all game on John Morant. So they're not going to do it on the final possession. <laughs> yeah, which I miss when the Suns used to have the lead in the second half. <laughs> Elon Musk. Right, come on, guys. It's, it's, just, been, it's been a game. I like uh, it. Come two, on. Two games. Uh, yeah, somebody else said panic. In there, <laughs> yeah, panic. Yes, yes. We we don't have the panic button. We'll bring it next game. Oh you know? my god! This three game losing streak. We're gonna have to freak out. So says Jay, my uh, personal attorney, in the chat saying rule. I mean rules. Shrug, dude. Bro, come on. What, Traveling has been. Have a you rule never in the watched NBA. an NBA game? I know you have. Like that's just it <laughs> happens all over the. I mean LeBron will take eight steps before they finally call a travel on him. You know what I mean? Like. And especially in the in those clutch situations with under like twenty seconds left to go, I mean you could get away with murder basically on those final shots. Like that's just how how it is in the NBA. Look, are, did this? It no, almost, no, no, no. Listen, no. I he didn't shoot too early. Is that no, where no? I was actually okay. going to say, was it subsets of game? Like it, it was such bizarre defense by Memphis. That that left Devin so open that even he hesitated because oh, he was no. so open, but it gave them enough time to actually have a play and and put together a play to get that game winning shot. It was such a bizarre final ten seconds in that game. It just didn't make make a lot of sense there on either side. No, it was. <laughs> I don't know what the hell happened on that last play, uh, and and it, it funny enough. Memphis's defense ultimately led them to the win in the most back assward way possible because because they let Devin get wide open and shoot that three so quickly it gave Jaw the opportunity yes. on the other end which is just the most bizarre Memphis is not a good defensive team that's what why I think we were frustrated the first 3 quarters with the way the Suns were playing they should have played much much better but you know adjustments take a little bit of time Everybody was trying to feel themselves out. Sticks, hey, we got to give some love to Sticks. No, we don't. Yes, we do. No, yes, no. we do. Listen, no, no. you have to understand Sticks is not a five. If you don't, if you think that he's not, if you think that he is, then then you have a problem to begin with. Sticks is too small to play five. He just is. If you see him against Steven Adams, you know he's too small. Even compared to his own teammates with JaVel McGee and DeAndre Ayton, he's too small to... to so to, get... Get in the weight room. No, height-wise, he's not He's not he's that six, dude. He's 6'10". Get in the freaking weight room. Uh, he's not big enough, dude. Like, I don't know what the fuck you want him to do in the next, in the next, you know, even a year's not enough. It took DA three years to get the size that he's at now. Use steroids. I don't care. Oh, my gosh. I just look. Okay, Sticks had a, a serviceable game. He played game. well. 4 of 10, 15 points, 9 rebounds. That's not good he enough showed, for you. 
I'm not saying it's not. I said we got to give him some love. You said, no, we don't. Because that's the, that's the stick. Like if I told you before that, the game, Sticks was going to have 15. Here, right? if, if I told you before the game, Sticks was almost going to have a double-double, I, would you not have taken that? I would have said the Suns are down by 18 oh at some point gosh. in this game. <laughs> okay. This is, this is why we can't have nice things. Six Dollar Tree Aiden. Thank right. you. That's fine with me. <laughs> no, look. Hey, that Dollar came, Tree Aiden almost got you a double-double with look, 15 and 10. He came, he came through in minutes that you needed tonight. He played a good enough game to, to allow them – and listen to, to get back. He was this. a better option tonight than JaVale McGee was. Yes, because JaVale was in his own damn head because of the foul stuff. So, but it's and not his side. He was getting beasted down low by Adams, too. Well, get I in mean, the weight okay. room, JaVale. You've only been in the league for 14 fucking yeah. years. JaVale was not getting beasted until later when he was afraid Dude, he was, was going to foul out all of the damn game. game. Look, he was getting out-rebounded. Do, do you want... JaVale gets out-rebounded a lot of times. He got out-rebounded in the Golden State game, too. Okay. Yeah. All right. J- Jalen Smith, I wish I had the ISO cam. Jalen, congratulations. You had a fantastic game when you needed to come in and play, and I hope it. I hope it's what inspires a GM in Indy or San oh Antonio to bring you oh in. J- Jalen, right. listen, don't, don't pay attention to the noise. Don't pay attention to guys like Espo. You keep doing what you need to do, and you keep you keep, <laughs> and you keep trying your ass off when you get the opportunities. I have not been Team Sticks this whole season. Tonight pushed me a little bit towards you a little bit more. Like, okay, maybe this guy has something. There's- Still don't think he's a legit possibility off the bench, like like somebody that should be in the rotation. A lot, but you know, five okay. to seven minutes a game. Why not? So you and I agree. But he He's played well tonight. <laughs> I can separate the two. Yeah. I can say that he played well tonight and give him credit while still there's thinking not, he should only play five to ten minutes a game. Maybe there's not that much ass he needs to play off there. Well, okay, Javel keeps playing like this. <laughs> okay, so th- <laughs> thank you, Sticks. You did keep the Suns within reach in this game, and Adams. Yeah, he he was beasting everybody out there. That's when. That's when you miss DA immensely. Adams did well, Adams did to Sticks and Javel what he had been doing to Aiden his first couple of years in the league. Just you know, that's that's the way Adams plays. He's big physical and it's hard to match up against a guy like that because he's just, you know, the well, thunder from down under. There's so few of them too in the league anymore. Yeah. Guys like that. So you're not used to going up against just guys that are now power. You know what? I'm I'm feeling it. Yeah, I'm bitter. Can we go to the bar, we please? We need a drink. This isn't going to make me feel any better. I, I I really don't. It's the drink of the night. It's Bane's bitter. As uh, no, not not the villain from Batman. Although this guy was villainous in his own right tonight. Oh, Thirty-two points, six rebounds, <laughs> three assists, six of eleven from three, twelve of twenty-two from the field. It was a career night. For Desmond Bain. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. You're was wrong. he was he still available when the Suns had yes. to pick? Yes. Oh, that hurts. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're used to that though. As I, mean, I just gave a lot of stuff, to, a lot of love to Sticks, and now I'm like, damn, I'll trade Sticks for for Bain in a second. <laughs> yeah. You, uh, what you said. Whenever you're saying that a number ten pick would be good if uh, it would be good if he had five to seven minutes. 
in a game it's not good. problematic. Yeah, it's, all right, it's problematic. we've lowered the bar. The, the, the floor is now the ceiling. The ceiling's now the floor. Br- Whatever you want to go, Brian. Uh, my thoughts on Shamit <clears throat> uh, are still the same. Are still the same as they were last time. When is my man going to step up and do anything to help this team? I haven't seen it yet. I have yet to see it this season. I wonder where that forty-four million dollars is going. Eh. Oh, well, hopefully towards the end of the season, we'll see something because tonight it sure wasn't it when they needed him to step up and help out, help a brother out. Look, you see, you see flashes, but yeah, he's not earned that money No, and you're going to need him to because otherwise you can't trade him. (laughs) (laughs) If they can trade sticks, they can trade anybody. So we'll find out. I mean, Uh, (laughs) look, Shamit needs to, needs to figure it out, needs to, Basically realize his role there is to hit threes and figure out how to do it on a consistent basis. But can can we talk about a positive? The best thing he did all night was grit that one rebound against in traffic that showed his athleticism. That, that was, was great. The the twenty nine foot three was nice too that he had. Mm-hmm. He had one nice three. I think I'm in the game. That. Yeah, <laughs> it was the one shot he hit. He was <laughs> he was one of six on the night for three points. So uh, it, look. I want to talk about the bright spot. Yeah, let's because do it. Devin Armani Booker. Mm. I mean, he was the only one out there doing much for most of the game. Drops thirty points, three of six from three, so fifty percent again. Still shooting, having one of his best career years from behind the arc. Shot fifty percent for the game in thirty-seven minutes. Uh, he was so close to breaking. Um, that 10,000 point threshold, uh, four points in, away. Yeah. Four points away. So next game, hopefully he'll get that. And, uh, I mean, he, he, the thing that, that you love to see about him and, and Eddie points this out just about every game now, the smooth shooter. Yeah. The smooth oh. shooter. What is What else do they call him tonight? Uh, popcorn. We right. absolutely should play bingo the next game. Well, there's only two things that have ever no, because he's always like uh, he uh, he throws uh, lays down the boom <laughs> and like all these little. Oh, we should play cabaret bingo meant, the next met, game. I thought you bet Eddie Johnson, Nick Davis. There's only two. No, no, no. We should play cabaret bingo because <laughs> there's always something, some catchphrase that he's trying to stick um, out there. Uh, anyway, uh, going back to Devin, uh, he he's not just forcing shots. You saw him run the baseline. And then throw it around to Cam Johnson oh, for a wide open three, which is fantastic. He's learning how to use his teammates and trust his teammates, which is a process, and it's and it's paying off. Like and and it might not result in wins every single game, but these are the things that will improve this team as they move forward and they get set up for the playoffs. Everything they do right now is for the playoffs. It's always it's all about the playoffs. So how do they improve to get to their full? You know their full capabilities by the time they hit April and May. That's the key to this team, and they might drop a game or two tonight. They drop a game, and I think that's mostly because you know they didn't have a DA and they didn't have Jay, but they were still in the game against one of the up and coming teams in the league right now, um, and one of the hottest teams in the NBA. So it it doesn't help when Chris Paul goes four of thirteen on the night. You don't see that every night. No, I mean there were there were a handful of shots. You're like, okay, this isn't. This isn't typical Chris Paul. Even some of the decision making and taking a few threes that that he probably could have gotten a better mid range shot off. I mean, Connor Brum. But o- overall, he was the only uh, he was the only Sun starter. Uh, well, Cam Johnson was slightly sub fifty percent from the field, yeah. but you know, really, Chris Paul struggled, <clears throat> and that was a big part of it. I mean, when Chris Paul has 
has an off night, you know, and, and he misses a handful of those fourth quarter shots you're usually counting on, uh, it makes it tough. Uh, it was still a fun game to watch. The fourth quarter was fun. Yeah, Let's not it was, act like it was a like, fun fourth quarter to watch. I, I, I didn't watch right, the rest of the game. That's why I said it was a fun game to watch because yeah, I only watched the fourth quarter. This is true. So Saul tuned <laughs> in in the in the fourth, even though we sat here for all four quarters. I would, yeah, we were sitting here, but man, trust me, it felt like we were all zombies in the first at three one, quarters. At one point, audibly, we said, "This game sucks." <laughs> yeah, it was not, <laughs> and good. it was factual too. We weren't yeah. lying at that moment. So let's uh, crown one Devin Armani Booker, our DraftKings king of the game. That crown placement, Shane, uh, the Shane Diefenbach, the man behind the Mac. You deserve. Some praise. The, the crown placement is getting the crown so much placement better. is terrible. The crown placement is spectacular. What are you talking about? You can see the side of his hair through the crown. What do you want? Devin's like, got you big hair. Never, you wouldn't That's see that on a regular crown. That's terrible. I, I'm not. I'm don't not, unnecessarily uh, hype the man behind I'm the man. I don't think that's his hair. I think that's part of the crown. <sighs> Deef, I'm giving you a credit. Crown placement is subjective. <laughs> so Devin Booker, <laughs> thirty points, four assists. Actually. Let's okay. It is four. I was I was checking. I thought he had the stats wrong. We would have to, <laughs> Leah, we would have Leah to in the chat. It. Thank you, Saul. <laughs> uh, you you I yeah. I I'm, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan, Leah. I'm not a fan. Why do? Hey, you know what? You know you know what, Leah? Slack me what you would place. How you would place oh, that crown? It's yes, the yes, PSD yes, is saved. Yeah, the PSD is saved. <laughs> Your sorry ass crown placement oh, can't come in here. Be careful, you might hit that walkie-talkie here in a second. It's, it's so much easier to place it on Coyote's helmets than it is Oh, Coyote. Crown throwdown. Uh, so Devin Booker, our DraftKings <laughs> king of the game. If you want to get in on the action, uh, you know, and we all love action-packed games like the fourth quarter of this one. And if you love high-scoring NFL games, Oh, we got a deal for you over at DraftKings uh, with the latest no-brainer offer. They are an official betting partner of the NFL, and you'll be a winner if any team scores one point that you bet on. That's one freaking point. That's you know what Jalen Smith is averaging this season. One freak. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. It's but it sounds good. Uh, if you bet one dollar on any NFL team and they score a point, you're gonna win. $150 or $100 in free pets. <laughs> it's that simple. Uh, DraftKings Sportsbook oh customers can also get skin in the game with their new same game parlay. I love same game parlays. I, I have a problem with them. I have I love them so much. It's so fun <laughs> to do. That's supposed to do this read. Combine and Shane multiple, and I are just laughing at co- random shit on the screen. <laughs> combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, reliable, and you get that money fast. I just got 3K. That's right. 3K in winnings out in less than Two hours they transferred it to my bank account. So uh, if you need that money that you win fast, you're going to get it fast. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. <laughs> Use promo code PH. Yep, exactly. So <laughs> use that promo code PHNX. Bet one dollar on any team to score. You're going to get one hundred dollars in free bets. It's never been so easy to score uh, using that promo code PHNX. Reminder: twenty-one and only. Arizona only. <laughs> Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred Next Step. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com/sportsbook. For Elon details. Musk in the chat, Espo, the IRS is coming for you. <laughs> oh, oh, they are. 
tax season is going to be a bitch this year, but that's all right. <laughs> not not if you use the Diefenbach uh, system where you lose more money than you make. I'm up eight hundred dollars this month. Thank uh-huh, you very much. Uh-huh. So, uh, well, let's let's go to the Footprint Center. Our our man, Gerald Bourget. AKA the, uh, the home slice. Home, you can go with home I'm slice. Go with home I was slice. gonna say the Nordstrom Pete Davidson uh, is out at out at the Footprint Center. Gerald, uh, I was uh, gonna say the Walmart Spider Man, but okay, that'll work. <laughs> How are you, Gerald? Uh oh, did Gerald freeze? Gerald froze. <laughs> at least he froze with a smile. He just freeze with a smile. Well, Might have to call well, back. You know um, what? I'm going to take a second then to remind everybody about the sweet, sweet merch we got over at PHNX. If you want this sweet gorilla shirt I'm wearing or any of the other great Suns tees that we have, head over to phnxlocker.com. I mean, if you didn't get what you wanted for Christmas, there's no better way than to get yourself something that you wanted and you can do that by going to phnxlocker.com. You can pick up any sticker pack for $5 or grab any T-shirt for twenty nine ninety nine. Right, stop, stop talking to that spell before he goes away again. <laughs> Be the envy of all your I'm back. Friends. Don't worry. Hi, Gerald. How's Gerald. it going? It's going good. We got some spotty Wi-Fi down here tonight for some reason. But, uh, yeah, tough loss, man. They would mirror brutal. the spotty play from the Suns until the fourth quarter. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. This was a this is a very good case for why DeAndre Ayton and uh, Monty Williams are so important to this team. Pretty much, pay them, pay them, pay my man, give him the bag. Yep, that, uh, Gerald. The the environment. I you know we we talk a lot about the Suns and how they didn't play very well in the first three quarters, but uh, I felt like the crowd was largely out of it, and for good reason, I guess. Uh, tonight, it just felt like the energy was just completely different until. We got to the fourth quarter and the sun started to, to make some noise. Uh, what what was going on in those first three quarters that maybe we weren't seeing on, on TV? Yeah, I mean, I, I just think it was generally like – it was a weird environment in here just because the team wasn't playing well. Like, let's be honest. It, it was ugly and the game was disjointed. The Suns had no offensive flow. And when they were getting good shots, they weren't knocking them down. Uh, you know, they couldn't keep John Morant and Desmond Bain out of the lane. They couldn't stop them from three. Steven Adams was getting a ton of offensive boards. JaVale McGee was in foul trouble. Like, it just felt like nothing was going right for the Suns. And then Devin Booker and Cam Johnson kind of started hitting shots. And it kind of woke the crowd up a little bit. There was that one three that one of the Cams hit, a Cam Johnson in the corner. And the, the crowd kind of just, like, stood up. They had, I think they had cut it to nine at that point. Um and the crowd kind of gave them life because on the next possession, campaign played great defense. They forced a miss, and then campaign came down and hit a three in transition, and that really just woke the whole building up again. So it was kind of one of those things where if this was a road game, I think it might have been a double-digit loss, but because of the impact of the Suns crowd here, especially after that Cam Johnson three, it kind of gave them new life and woke them up a little bit. Brian in the chat just said, Gerald probably touched Shamit, and that's why he froze. <laughs> <laughs> Not oh cool. no oh man <laughs> but ice cold uh, it tickled me there you go hey, no. <laughs> uh so gerald i was about to ask you what monty had to say about this but obviously we don't know what monty has to say we had kevin young tonight so yes. what did uh coach young have to say after the game about the performance 
Yeah, he mentioned that there was a little bit of a defensive miscommunication between Chris Paul and Mikael Bridges on that last play. Um, you know, obviously you can't give a guy like that any sort of space, but he did say it was a tough shot, and it was because Devin Booker came over with that help and was in a good position. It's just Morant held Rose in the air and got off a really tough shot. Um, so that unfortunately happened. He mentioned that the defensive energy wasn't quite where it needed to be, um, especially in those middle two quarters. Um, and then he mentioned that the ball movement, he felt like they overpassed a little bit. They passed up some shots and ran themselves off the three-point line a little bit, which I would agree with. There were a couple of instances where it just looked like they were looking for, instead of a good shot or a great shot, like the perfect shot and, and trying to do a little too much with the ball movement. So, you know, it, it's a tough game. You don't want to make any sweeping declarations about a game like this when you have so many important guys not playing. Um, but it was a tough loss, especially since they had it with just seconds to go and couldn't get a stop to close it out. G Gerald, I'm going to make a sweeping declaration based mm. on this game. COVID <laughs> sucks, and DeAndre yes. Ayton's the heart of the defense for the Suns. Uh, I think that's. I think those are fair statements to say, at least on the interior. There were a lot of plays where John Morant and Desmond Bain and other guys were getting into the lane. And, you know, God bless Jalen Smith. He had a, a good game off the off the bench, but that guy is not going to contest any of those shots the way that a DA would, or even a JaVale McGee would who fouled out. So uh, definitely need DeAndre Ayton back. Hopefully those guys are on the upswing and get a couple of negative tests here. Um, and, and fortunately they shortened the, uh, the period that you have to be in quarantine from 10 days to six. Um, so that's good news for the Suns as well. Gerald, I wasn't laughing at you, Elon. In the chat said Suns would have won if Sweet James was playing. So I, it, it made me laugh. So. Oh, Jesus. Um, oh, no. You know, you know, you talked about the COVID protocols changing um, today. Uh, even the CDC had backed off from a quarantine of 10 days to five. Um, what are you hearing, um, you know, over there about, you know, readjusting the protocols in the NBA, is this the last adjustment or are there going to be more as we move forward just because, uh, you know, there's this debate about asymptomatic versus symptomatic and um, those kind of things? I think with as with anything like this, the situation is kind of fluid. I, I think there this is going to be the latest adjustment, but I'm not sure how they adjust it moving forward. I do know that they are testing daily now as of uh, after Christmas. They weren't testing daily before that. So it's kind of hard to detect players with COVID when you're not testing daily. So they're doing that now. Um, and I think that'll help matters. I think that might be part of the reason why they're shortening it from 10 days to six days. And the other part being that, you know, the majority of these players are A, vaccinated and B, have their booster shot. Uh, if they don't already, they're planning on getting it soon. So I, I think because of, you know, the percentages go way down as far as, you know, potentially fatal or very serious effects of catching the virus. They go down when you have uh, when you have been vaccinated and when you have received a booster shot. The NBA is just going to continue to kind of push through. The Suns have been lucky not to have been impacted by this so far this season. Tonight was kind of the first night where it felt like they were joining the rest of the league in this spike of, of the variants that we're seeing. It feels like there's a bit of frustration uh, amongst the players in terms of what what we're doing or what the NBA is doing, uh, you know, because I know players are feeling like they're 100%, they're fine, but 
they test positive and they're like, I, you know, I don't understand. I don't understand. You know, and, and so, you know, just seeing across social media and we're not making this a political thing by any stretch of the imagination, but you know, there's, there's a, I think everybody's frustrated with, oh, yeah. with, with this, right? Like we're all done with it, but we have to live with it. And I think people are frustrated because they feel like maybe, well, I'm boosted and I've got my vaccine. I feel fine. Yeah, unless I feel ill, like why do I have to not go to work or why do I not have to go do this or why can't I be allowed to go do these things? And it's hard to explain to people why that might be the case. Right. And and it is frustrating because like even for us in the media, like I don't want to be sitting there with this piece of, of fabric or plastic over my mouth for two and a half hours watching this game. Like, of course, we all want everything to go back to normal. I think the difficult thing, at least from the player's perspective, is there are so many differing viewpoints. You know, you've got LeBron James tweeting out misinformation or, or posting misinformation on his Instagram. So you've got some guys that are saying like, we're healthy. We can play through this. We want to keep playing. You've got other guys that take it a little bit more seriously than that and don't want to be responsible for spreading this type of thing to their family members, because we've all got to bear in mind, it's not just the players that are impacted. It's everyone that they come into contact with, with, which includes their family. You know, they have families coming in from out of town and taking rapid day tests or same day tests. Uh, for the holidays. And that's, you know, that's an unfortunate necessity of the time that we're in right now. But it's not something a lot of people want to do. And, and you've got 450 players that have suited up in the league this season. That's a lot of individual responsibility that guys have to bear in order to not infect people. And, and that's the thing is vaccination is not immunization. You can still get this thing being vaccinated. So it's, uh, it's, it's one of those things they're traveling across the country on a near nightly basis. They're, you know, you know, giving each other high fives and warm ups and all kinds of stuff. It can be transmitted pretty easily. So the NBA is just going to keep pushing through it. We're going to have a lot of differing opinions within the league on how to handle it. And that's just kind of the unfortunate reality that we're in until something changes. Gerald, I, I need your help on a very serious question yeah, here, which means it's not a very serious question. Uh, <laughs> we have a debate going on. Shane or Leah. Oh, yeah. Who's the he, better he crown place? He can't know who did I, what. I, yeah, well, can you see can you see your phone screen? Can I see my phone can, can you screen? See, you can, can see us, right? You can see us, right? You see the yeah. We're gonna put up two images. You tell us the better crown placement tonight. Okay. Number okay. One. That's, number one. All right. And number two. I I would probably go number one. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, sir. Uh, Leah. Yes, sir. Leah. Uh, <laughs> Shane has <laughs> left. Shane has left the building. Oh, the mustache no. behind the Mac is no longer behind it. He's left the room as he's upset with Gerald Bourget saying Leah is the better crown placer. Gerald, we'll let you get. Hold back. on. Oh, you want to defend yourself now? Yeah, because I did this off of two last second shots in about forty five seconds. When she, uh, when I challenged her, on. when I challenged her, she took three minutes. Hold on. All about pressure. What? We picked. We picked Devin as the king of the game at the beginning of the fourth quarter. You can place that crowd at any time. So zip it. All right. Oh, wow. oh my goodness. Pull that mustache over uh, over your lower lip. Wait, and Gerald, have a good quiet. day, but you're dead to me. What do they say on the bed show? Mommy, mommy. <laughs> Gerald, thanks for uh, checking in from the foot, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Absolutely. You guys take care. Oh, poor <laughs> Shane. I try to give him love, and then uh, loser, Leah, Leah just kicks his ass in a contest. That's the way it goes. I mean, I love it. 
it's Leah's off just, night. Just so we all know, I'm never going to vote against Leah because she's my sister from from the south. Yeah, well, look, look, I I love Leah too, but Shane produces our show, and I know if if Shane ain't happy, we can have some problems on this program. <laughs> so I'm going to keep my Shane man does Shane does a phenomenal happy. job, except with crown placement. <laughs> <laughs> I love that Leah is on her off night and still placing crowns just to show off. That That's that it. and the stream buttons looking bigger and bigger. <laughs> Uh, so, so I, I really feel like this is a game that you just kind of throw out because of all the factors and you go, all right, they could have won. They didn't. Uh, I I wouldn't say you throw it out because on Wednesday you might be faced with the same exact situation. Yeah. But you're playing OKC. Yeah. That's fine. But you know, you don't throw it out because you got to learn from these things because it might happen in the future. You know, this might come back around again, or you might miss other players, and so um, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not too spun up on this. I think you know, it's a loss and it sucks, and it sucks to lose when you take the, you know, the lead with five seconds left to go. But hey, it's the NBA; these things happen just about on a nightly basis, and it was fun to watch. And they'll move on. They won't even, they won't even give this a second thought. They'll think about their play in the first three quarters more than they'll think about their play in the fourth quarter. And that's what they need to fix the most. Look, Coach JJM in the chat is 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 my kind of guy. Because I, I don't care what anyone thinks. Dragon Bender would be perfect for Monty Sism. Let's return to Bender Island, no, baby. No, no, no. Let, no. Let's sign him as one of the hardship guys. Brian, uh, you said did, did you're asking if did, did Book shoot too fast. No. No. Uh, you take the open shot when it's there. There's no – if he hesitates and he waits, he probably forces himself into a worse shot, and you don't want that. Plus, my man hit it from like four, four or five feet behind the line. Like, that was cash money. You take that shot all day, every day. Well, yeah. What if he if he waits, he dribbles in, he takes a two, and he misses it. Everybody's like, why are you going for the tie, and why didn't you take the open three? He took the shot when it was there. And if, they're, if they want to be one of the best defensive teams in the NBA – you stop a team with five seconds left. Yeah. And I know it's a tall task. It's John Morant, but that's that's the reality of it. Devin Booker took the best shot that was going to be available to him in, in that final possession for the Suns or the second-to-last possession for the Suns. He made the right play. He made the right call, and he made the shot. So I, you, you rely on your defense, and the defense came up short there. Yeah, absolutely. I, and, and I don't – I hear what you're saying about if you want to be the best team in the league. Well, like they, to me, they are the best team in the league. So I don't even care about what happens, you know, on this this last five seconds. That doesn't no. define, you know, who they are as a team, in my opinion. No, and I'm just I'm just saying, like that's that's why Devin takes that shot is because yeah, he yeah, trusts yeah. that they have that good of a defense. And yeah, gotcha. they were missing. I mean, even if you have Javale in that situation, I think it's a little different because Javale's mm-hmm. probably going to force the issue. It's it's you've got Jalen who isn't. Isn't that defensive stalwart? So it, it yeah. I don't, I don't blame Book at all. His, it was the right call. I mean, and you got to give Jaw credit, dude. Oh, you of just course, because Jaw is just, he's fucking good. You got like, beat by the be- one of the best young guards in the league. I in mean, the way he did and there's that. no shame in that. Like that's no. just, you know, it's it's like getting beat by Devin Booker. Like sometimes you just got to take your lumps and move on. Yeah, I mean, if if that three had been the the game winner, Memphis would be saying the same thing. Oh yeah. Devin Booker just hit that shot. That's what Devin Booker does. Well, they would be talking about how they melted down well, after too. being up by like 18. That too. <laughs> Very much so. Uh, so, I yeah, I, you know, one thing I would take away if I'm James Jones watching this is, again, 
big man depth is important. This is the same kind, and obviously much different stakes, but this is very reminiscent of late in that playoff run where you don't have your first your, your first few bigs in the rotation. You're relying on that that third string big, and it you you can't win that way. It's not not good enough. I think they're gonna address that uh, that big man depth eventually. <sighs> I don't know unless they're gonna get. Uh, a big time or a, a, a power forward that's going to contribute, uh, you're not really looking for a backup center to no. a backup center. So that's basically the one position you're looking to to fill. I don't know who they're going to be able to get because yeah. you're going to have to give up some capital and they just don't have much of that left. That Thad Young. I know. Tory Craig. Who could, Everybody who keeps saying Tory Craig. Is he going to be available? Like, does anybody want to yeah. give him up? Yeah, Indy's, Indy's going to give him up. They're, they're going to sell. Right. And and it's salary that they can they can get rid of. I, I think he'll be in play. I, I think there'll be options there, and it's a guy that can play the four and maybe could play a small ball five. Code JJM, stop trying to start a fight. Like, Ja, no. my, ja and Book are both going to make it. They're both going to make it. Oh yeah, I I think that's I think Book. I don't know if Book year. will get voted in, but I guarantee no, you, Book's not getting voted. But in. I guarantee you, Book is going to be. Um, he will be voted in by his peers, and that's some some stupid shit will happen. And like Clay will get voted in some hours. Vote the voting part. I yeah. I could not I could not care less if he doesn't get voted in. He's getting in this game. He's not going to be an injury or a COVID replacement. No, no. He's going to get not he's after what happened this. last season. If he does, oh my gosh, the riot that will happen in Phoenix. That's just atrocious. Like Code JJ, I'm just trolling at this point. Yeah, in the, yeah, yeah. In the chat with that. some of this. Uh, yeah. So o- overall, I look. You, there's a few things you take away. You realize that you're likely going to have to do this, or you're going to have to do this again on on Wednesday against OKC. You're likely going to have to do it again. Low, when, low tone Capone. Ja Rule sucks. Okay, Ja Rule sucks. So Ja, ja <laughs> Morant better, is the ja, better Ja. Who's the better Ja, Ja Morant or Ja Rule? Yeah, it's Ja Morant. <laughs> Especially if we're talking basketball. I don't think Ja Rule has much of a, a hoops game. But uh, look, but the reality is you, you look at this and you go, okay, you, we're going to have to play a similar lineup. Uh, if, you're, if you're Kevin Young, you're going, okay, you're going to have to play a similar lineup on Wednesday. That's, that's a given. And maybe Friday – against the Celtics just based on uh, timing and, and what the testing will look like. So you have to figure out how do we make this work in the short term, and that's what you take away and from, from Both of those will be without Monty and without DA. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because it wouldn't be enough time for, for either of them with the six days. So, yeah, you're, you're without them, and maybe you get Jay back uh, – before that that Boston game, there maybe potentially, yep. uh, depending on how how it works out. So it's going to be a rough week, you know. Then and, and there's a chance that there's more guys that test positive. This oh, is just yeah. the reality of what's going on with teams across the NBA right now, and the Suns have to uh, play play along with it. So it's their their turn to figure it out. Uh, one of the one of the bright spots is you know they say breakthrough cases can't happen until four or six months after if you've had it. So Devin Booker not going to likely be one of these guys 
that winds up in protocol. So you're going to be able to uh, at least count on his offense. Well, that was two there. months ago. Yeah. So the so yeah. yeah. I, I mean, if it does, he's going to be a scientific uh, specimen there. If it, if if it happens, so that that is at least a a semi bright spot is that you I should think, have. That I think at the end of the day. Um, I'm just gonna say how we all feel probably about COVID is, man, we don't know shit. <laughs> we just don't know no. what the hell is going on. We don't know how That's been different leagues are, are, are managing this, like the different variants. Like I'm so, I'm just so NHL. exhausted of thinking about it. I'm like, you know what? Just tell me who's not gonna play and roll everybody else out there. I hope it doesn't affect a team like the Suns, who you know have been playing good basketball one of the best teams in the NBA. And then if you have to throw out a roster full of G leaguers for a couple games, it just, it just feels shitty. Yeah. I mean, look, it, it's a reality of it. Does it suck? Yes. But I'd much rather have it happen now than in eight, you know, March or April while you're pushing for playoff seating or April, May or June when you're pushing for a championship. So I'll take it in late December uh, and, and deal with it as it comes but yeah look i'm no league is no one league's doing the same thing across the board it's you know you got the nhl pausing games the nfl saying they're not going to test people the nba going to daily testing there's no consensus across the board so we're just going to have to see i'm actually interested in seeing do the suns add any other hardship players they added emmanuel terry today who was playing with the stockton kings in the G League, who had a brief, I believe, two-game stint with the Suns back in 2018. So that that's one of those unique storylines. I mean, do you see, like, the Celtics signed Joe Johnson, the Lakers had signed Isaiah Thomas, Greg Monroe winds up. Uh, where the heck was that? Uh, Minnesota uh, today. Like, what, what rando winds up could potentially wind up in Phoenix for 10 days. There's just not many out there that, that – that could be I mean, Jamal Crawford. I know, thank you. You know, you know who probably would have been nice. Um, that probably would have filled a nice little uh, Tory Craig kind of role. Um, was Zylan Cheatham? Zylan Cheatham from uh, ASU, but he got signed by somebody else uh, the other day too. Devon um, Reed, former son, got signed by the Nuggets and is playing that three and D role up yeah. there as part of their hardship. Like I, I don't know. I just I find I find that as a an interesting subplot and. Hey, I, Amari Stoudemire is younger than Joe Johnson. Oh, do you, Jesus. You no. sign him to a 10 No. no. <laughs> I'm kidding. You want to be back Steve Nash too? Uh, yeah, well, why not? I, yeah, just, well, the Nets are decimated enough. Why don't we just start taking their coaching staff <laughs> to come play on, on the roster? So, uh, you know, it's uh, that's a fun subplot. If we're going to have to go through this, at least maybe there could be some entertaining – a name that pops up that uh that shows shooter up, to come know. out there. <laughs> I'm all for Eddie. Jo- no. could, Eddie could jack up a few. Th- you know, give DT one of those uh one of those ten days. Let her shoot a few threes <laughs> in a game. She'd hit him more than Shamit was uh tonight oh, for sure. Yeah. So uh, let's uh by the way, want to remind you go to gophnx.com become a member today. If you become a annual member. Paying that $59.98, you're going to get a free T-shirt, a $29.99 value right off the bat. You're going to get great content from the legend, Gerald Bourget. Rondé Hollis-Jefferson. Coach AJM said Rondé Hollis-Jefferson. I've heard that name you, a couple times. Do you get him if you sign up for a membership? For, uh, uh, no, for you don't. No, okay. don't. But, but Rondé Hollis-Jefferson is a 
I think he's also another name out there that, you know, he's not the greatest player. He can't really shoot the ball for shit. But he's a hustler, much like Torrey Craig. He can give you a little bit of energy, some rebounding, some defense for sure. He's a body. Um, definitely would look at somebody like that. Not Paul Pierce, though, Brian. Uh, how about Reggie Miller? Come back and try no, to no, regain you, you, that. Uh, you really want to go all the way back. Well, why not? Yeah, Tracy McGrady uh, in, the, in the Suns uniform. Uh, so sign up for that PHNX membership. Become part of the family. Get the great writing from Gerald Bourget, uh, Craig uh, Craig Morgan, if you're a hockey fan, Johnny Venerable covering the Cardinals. We've got Everything you could want in Valley Sports covered. And none of none of this aggregation crap. If you want in-depth, insightful coverage of the teams you love, you're going to get it here. You're going to get what you pay for. Yep. Come join the PHNX family at gophnx.com. Saul, so, uh, we've we've come to the end. Yes. Of the show Land here. Land the plane. Let's go. Are there any final thoughts? From you on no. on tonight's game, you know, basically uh, this is this is a professional team. It sounds weird to say that, but they're a team led by <laughs> veterans. I always say when you have CP3 in book, you're never out of it. Tonight was another case in point of that, um, and you know they'll they'll take their lump tonight and they'll move on and they'll get ready for OKC. OKC, they know, uh, will play hard, so mm-hmm. they have to play hard. They got to match that energy because they got a, a road trip coming up on the East Coast that they've got to take. They got to get ready for. Yep, uh, they'll lock in and get ready because Wednesday night, unless something horribly unforeseen happens, Devin Booker will reach that 10,000-point mark. He needs four more points to do it. He will become the seventh youngest player in NBA history to hit that 10,000-point mark. So let's watch some history together on Wednesday. We will be here live for pregame at 6.30, and we'll have postgame following the game down at the Footprint Center tomorrow. Audio-only episode. So if you aren't already subscribed to the podcast, head over to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever. I mean, I don't care if you somehow get bootleg uh, cassette tape copies of the podcast. Just go find a way to listen to it. We'll be there tomorrow. Leave a five-star review. We don't care if you write something nasty. As long as there's five stars attached to it, I could care less. So... For Saul Bookman, who you can follow on social at Saul underscore Bookman. The underscore is there to fit that sweet, sweet career game for Jalen Smith. You can follow me at Aspo. You can follow the show at PHNX underscore Suns. And until next time. The Heat suck. And ahoy hoy.